0: Hello everybody, this is Andre. Welcome to the Marketing Innovation Show. Today with us we have Bart Dalton. Bart is a senior entrepreneur, number one best-selling author, host of the Grow, Sell and Retire podcast, uh, angel investor, and just an amazing, amazing guest for today. Hi, Bart. How's it going? I'm great, Andre. How are you? Very good. Very hyped, as you can, as you can see. I can uh, see the <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So uh, guys, uh, if you have followed us uh, previously, you probably already know Bart from the episode when we were discussing about marketing and branding for startups and what do investors like Bart look for. Now, uh, we're going to go a bit deeper into the marketing tactics to generate new clients. So uh, the approach here is going to be that we usually in a B2B space, we have inbound marketing that is marketing to generate clients and also sales and how you know, like the traditional sales are being approached, etc. What we want to do in this episode is, uh, with Bart's inside and input, see how we can match the two together so that we can uh, get the best out of the box that we invest, basically, um, and uh, and to generate clients fast. Mainly since um, the market situation has kind of changed recently and we might be in a situation that we'll have to approach our marketing and sales a bit differently going forward. So, uh, without further ado, Bart, um, how, how do you see this, uh, whole context of the market and, uh, you know, where things are going at the moment?
1: Well, I think that it, th- thanks for having me on the show. And I, but I think that things have really, um, brought themselves to a head is to you. You really need to be a bit different. And it's really hard to be different when you're just another email in somebody's inbox, isn't it? It's, it's very mm-hmm. difficult. So how do, how do we make sure that the audience that we want to talk to? wants to know about us, we have to be different. And the biggest difference I think that people can do is to not sell, but to tell. So you have to tell things about what your what your industry, what you want your industry to know before you start selling your packages to them. So you mm-hmm. need, need to give them information. And this is the hardest part when you you and I talk about evergreen content we have before is you need to tell people that you're an authority. You need to give them stuff, even if it's Recipes if it's jokes if it's whatever else it is, whatever your personality is, you know, yours is all about music So do you write a song or put a riff out there that that makes people think so you need people need to know who you are before especially in this world that that you're the number one marketing guy you're the number one accountant or financier or you, know, you run amazing bull rings that are like dragon's dens. You know, nobody knows that. They have to hear about things and get those trust points way ahead of time to make your life easier.
0: Mm-hmm. So that would be very much linked to content marketing if you were to put it in content, in marketing terms, right?
1: put it in marketing terms, it is It is the... Overall, it is content marketing. But in content marketing, from a point of view of not just telling about your Stuff. you know mm-hmm. not it's it's got to be about building a you um, to make it so that you're different especially when we're uh, dealing with e- inboxes in and, and emails and websites you're just competing just competing directly mm-hmm. so it's, it's very difficult but, you, but you've got to make sure you've got that difference the differentiator and and if you're using things like this I mean uh, podcasts are amazing but you got to get people to pay attention for a long period of time don't you to get them mm-hmm. to buy into you. Mm-hmm. So I, I think video emails are pretty cool if so, if you can get somebody to do it. If you're going for big enough clients, you need to make things that are amazing. So if you can use Canva, if you can use Doodly, if you can use all these different things that are just a little bit different and you can take the time to market to a high level for those clients, you will you'll do better in situations like this where you're mm-hmm. not able to see them face-to-face, where they can see the energy, see how much you buy into them, see the whites of your eyes. You know, that's, that's a, people buy like that. We are, we are human beasts. We're not human beings. We're human beasts and we need to engage somehow. And when you can't engage face to face, you can't engage eye to eye, you can't feel the energy, then it's, it's much more difficult. So you've got to figure out a way where you can be just a little bit different, whether that's, you know, some people think it's, 500 word emails that people will read if you put them out there. It's pay-per-click because somebody has the best dance moves out you know, So you just have to figure out what you want your story to be.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, I think maybe this, or I would like to see how we could link this to <laughs> the quote that you always say. I, I personally always laugh when, when I'm reading it, and that is, uh, if you want to work for the rest of your life, that's your business. If you don't, that's mine. So yours. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's good so this is uh this sounds to me always like a bit of a growth hacking guy in the sales uh, fr- from the sales perspective. So basically the way that you approach acquiring new clients or making business more profitable in general. So um tell us a bit about your view on the subject.
1: So overall, I've just written a book called The Assisted Purchase. Yeah. The, assisted, the assisted purchase is you and I, and, and like I said, nothing's ever brand new. It's just my amalgamation of what's happening out there and, and how I view the world and how I think that my followers and people could, could take things forward. So the assisted purchase is all about um, the three Gs. And the three Gs are your guide, your guru, and your gladiator. Your guide is you working together with your client to go out and to solve an issue so Andre you and I want to go out and find more podcast listeners so you go out and research what they want to hear and I'll go out and research what they want to hear and we'll come together and we're going to go in that direction so mm-hmm. I'm going to work with you alongside of you to make this thing happen right and you and I both set a goal we both go out and work that's the that's you partnering up with your client that's one of your personalities your second personality is your guru. The guru is like you in the marketing sense. This is, I've been there. I've done that. I've paid all the money that you possibly could for pay-per-click. I've done all these things for SEO. I've done all these things for content marketing. This is the stuff that works for your audience. So mm-hmm. you're just going to have to trust me on this. You've come to me. This is my guru hat. I'm going to put it on. You trust me, and this is what you're paying me for. Mm-hmm. So you've got your guide, you've got your guru, and you've got the last one, which is the gladiator. So this is where... Your client has said, I want you to take me to this position. I want you to go out and conquer these these things for me, to find this type of clients, create this niche. And you're going in that direction. And then all of a sudden the client goes, hold up, I want to go this direction. You with your gladiator hat on, you say, you've told me to protect this, this thing right here, which is finding this niche, which is finding this. And now you're telling me you want to go in this direction. We've spent all this money going in this direction. I am not budging unless you prove to me that we've got a new goal. So you're fighting with them. You don't want to use this very much and you have to build this into your repertoire and your trust mechanism with them. But the, all of those things, the guru, the guide and the gladiator are going to work with your clients to conquer or get to that point in the future. And that's what, that's what the overall assistant purchases. You have to put on all three of those hats, choose when to use them And I've created a bunch of questions for each of the people, you know, each of your your different Guru Guide and Gladiator, so that you can ask the clients to make sure that they're still on the same page with you. Mm -hmm. So that's that's what I've really created in my book is putting all those things together to make it so that you can sell better and you can use those thought processes through your content marketing and through your addressing of your of your market to get them to buy into what you're doing before you've even started selling to them.
0: Mm -hmm. Got you. Okay. Um, So let's think about, um, for now, let's have a sort of bird's eye view on the businesses that you are involved with. And let's have a look at how marketing and sales generally go for them. So um, tell us a bit more about the type of businesses. Are they usually, uh, do, is inbound marketing as a strategy, uh, working for them or, or for you within these businesses, or do you always have to go out and also sell with marketing and you just need a very strong brand behind?
1: I, I think in the beginning it's, it's, you got, you've got to create the sales mechanism. Some people can be very inbound marketing and that's, but it's very difficult. You, 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 know that you have to create a huge sales funnel. Mm-hmm. So I always make sure that I test my market with sales first mm-hmm. and sales first are things that I can I can employ so that whether that's my fintech company that does a, you know, we have a card that makes it so that employees don't have a credit card, but they have a debit card where they can interact with their, with their bosses to say, I'd like to spend 200 pounds to take Andre out to dinner. May I do that? And you say, I say yes, because you, you're very good and Andre is going to be a great client. So it automatically puts the 200 pounds on your, on your credit card Mm -hmm. and that's AO and AIO. So that's all about sales still. In the future, we, we compete with Plio Soldo and, and Monzo and all those. We compete with those guys on different parts of what they do. Um, but it's pure sales right now, it's pure traction. So you, you have to make sure that that, that that happens. And it's very difficult in the early stages to have inbound marketing. It costs a lot of money to have inbound marketing. Mm-hmm. It typically has to be sales, it has to be sales no matter what you're doing or else you have to spend a lot of money getting people into your funnel. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. I I think in all of my businesses, I have a fintech company. We're starting a legal tech company. I've got a law firm. I've got a financial advice firm. We've got uh, an accelerator, a business accelerator. Most of that stuff is still sales. Until you get to a big, big volume of people, it's, it's sales. It's, It's very difficult to then become inbound the majority of the time until, until you have that budget and that mass, where you have a brand that's ex- and, and there's some big brands out there that you still wouldn't know. I mean, Gymshark is big over here, but in general they're still fighting their way into the States. So over here, because we're in Birmingham and Gymshark was here, everybody loves it. Everybody's into it and buying it. And more people will go to Gymshark after this, but they'll say, what's that? And they'll look on there, but that's, that's word of mouth, but they they're hundred million pound turnover, you know, 120 million pound turnover. So that's a huge company in comparison to most of our listeners.
0: Mhm mhm. Okay, so um this uh, I, uh, for the ones of you guys that you haven't listened to the previous episode with Bart ju- you can go and check it out because it's very much linked to this as well but complementary for the ones of you guys that have already listened to it so Bart there we were discussing about uh generating first the cash flow to you know support your daily exp- or monthly expenses and to pay the bills basically and then whatever else. So Does your view come from the point of, okay, let's go with sales until we generate that base amount of revenue and then, uh, and use the branding side of marketing and content marketing, which can be, you know, more uh, scalable to a certain extent in the beginning, and then invest once we have that basis into performance marketing?
1: So everything, everything is, it's a great question because people, you have to figure out what, what your resources are. So I talked about energy, time, and focus. So energy in the beginning of your business is energy is your time, right? Mm -hmm. That's that's all you have. Your your energy is your resource, and you going out and doing things. And as you get bigger and stronger and better, your your time obviously becomes more squished. The energy, time, and focus. So you need to make sure that your energy, your money, your resource now starts to go from sales to marketing. So it starts to incrementally, marketing will replace. You, it never completely replaces sales because you always have to be selling. ABC, yep. always be closing. Mm-hmm. But on selling, you're going to move from all sales to a bit of marketing, to a bit more marketing, to a bit more marketing, to the point where you need to have sales and marketing. So mm-hmm. then then they complement each other. But you do that as you pay more money or as you earn more money, you start to apply more money towards marketing. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing in downturns and, and things like this that we're in is people cut back on marketing. They cut back on marketing budgets. But when you have a cutback in marketing budgets, you need to apply more marketing resource. And mm-hmm. that marketing resource is your time. So if you have people locked at their house, then they need to be out there pumping away on LinkedIn on what you want to talk about. They need to be out there doing Twitter. They need to be out sending emails. They need to be making phone calls. So the marketing resource picks up when the sales resource can't be applied as much. Mm-hmm. So you have to, you have to catch the balance between sales and marketing, but marketing never overtakes sales. Never, mm-hmm. never in my book, in in the companies that I am, maybe for Amazon, but they're still selling. They're just selling using bots, chat systems. So they're still selling all the time. Yep, it, just, I, it just feels like marketing.
0: I, I agree. I agree. Uh, this is something that personally I've learned as well running the businesses that I do, uh, I was not a sales fan before, and you know it because we had this, this this discussion early on, uh, but I just uh, understood that this is the way to go, and now marketing and sales go hand in hand for us as well, equally so um, yeah, very good point, okay, so Bart, um, as we are going into the second half of the episode now, uh, what would be some action points that people can get and apply straight into their businesses when we think about tactics and marketing and sales? Maybe we can um, split them. Based on the stage that they are in with the business or the size of the business, what do you think are some very good things to take away and talk about and uh, implement? Or
1: I, I think everybody needs to um, go back to their client base and look at where they're making their money and and figure out how and um, how how they like to have their clients, who they like to deal with, which clients are the happiest, which clients make them the happiest. Two ways: one is dealing with them; two is if they pay you. Or if they pay you the right amount of money. So you've got to figure in your database, who do you want to clone? You, who do you want to make that thing? Because you like doing the business that they do and you like the money that they pay you. Amen. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's where you want to be. So that's where we really want to go and focus is, is those clients. So you need to find your happiest clients back where, if you work somewhere else or the ones that you currently have and figure out how to sell to those people, ask them, do an interview with them and ask them what they really like about you. And, mm-hmm. and what things that they think that you can improve upon, what things do you think are going right. So then you can start to make them your model, your model client and then go out back into their industry or competitors and start to bring them in, um, make them your targets. So that's, that's the one thing. The second thing is pricing. Figure out your price point. You have to know your price point. You have to know how that competes in the market, but that price point, and this is where you're trying to make their energy, time, and focus better is your price point needs to make sure that you're saving them energy, time, and focus. You need to figure out what you're doing for your clients. You need to make them money or save them time. Mm-hmm. That's, that's your two big things. So you need to figure out what your product is doing for them. And that's, it's, a marketing, it's a marketing 101 thing, but it's definitely something you have to figure out is why are you different? Why is it different that they're buying from you?
0: Mm-hmm. Very good. Thanks a lot, man. Uh, guys, so now you have the <laughs> weekend homework as well. So Bart, thanks a lot for, he- for joining us today on the episode. It was great to have you here. Um, I'm sure that everybody got a load of value from here. And guys, if you do want to get in touch with Bart now, uh, you'll have every- everything in the description below. Uh, Bart, have a top time and I'm really looking forward to meeting again. Uh, guys, I hope you enjoyed uh, today's episode and uh, see you next time. See you, Bart.
1: Goodbye. Yeah,